today we have a little bit of a special birthday episode. I'm sharing my 27 lessons for my 27 years on cyclical success and the things that I wish I knew earlier about working like a woman. Welcome to the Essence Show and Podcast. On this podcast brought to you by Oflow, we are on a mission to deconstruct how you've been taught to work in order to let go of the old paradigms that leave you striving, hustling, and forcing. After years of being stuck in the cycle myself, struggling with burnout, I now deeply believe that success should not be a relentless pursuit that leaves you drained and disconnected. Success is not just about the goal you create, but about the life you magnetize in the process. This is sacred success. This kind of success is an inside job, and your essence is the key to revolutionizing your work and your work style in order to create this sacred success through your energetics, cyclical codes, and subconscious mind alignment, which is exactly what we're diving into right here, right now on this podcast. I'm your host, NLP and Sacred Success Coach, Flow CEO, Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. Are you ready to revolutionize your success and let go and flow into your freedom frequency life? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Essence Show and Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This is a very special episode that we're doing today because it's my birthday episode. And it's so interesting because my age has been something that I was always really insecure about. And it's crazy because the more I go into this work and the more I think, oh my God, if I had only known this earlier, and then I look back to the beginning of my very first business that I started and I was like, wow, the age thing was always something where I didn't want people to know my age because I was really worried that they would think less of me or that I was too young to be doing the work that I was doing. And the longer that I do this work and the more I'm in this industry, it is so clear that it doesn't fucking matter. It just doesn't fucking matter. And the amount of people who are stepping up and stepping in and claiming their work and their worthiness through this work and showing up in their gifts, at the end of the day, it's the transformation that they're creating that is making an impact on this world. And however they got there, like, it doesn't fucking matter. So in order to claim this a little bit more, I'm going to do a literal birthday episode on the 27 lessons for my 27 years. So thank you so much for tuning in. Before we dive in, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you save this episode, follow along wherever you listen or watch your podcast. And if this resonated with you, I'm sure there will be something in here that does because there are 27 lessons. At least one of them should make you feel something. And if it does, let me know in the comments below how it resonated with you, what came up for you. And if you're listening to this on a podcast app, leave a rating and review. I so, so, so appreciate this. This is letting us and supporting us and getting this podcast out to more people. And when you leave a rating and review and you send me a screenshot of said rating and review on email or via Instagram DMs, I will send you a special meditation that only podcast reviewers receive um, in order to help you get deeper into this work and start working and activating your cyclical nature for working like a woman. Let's dive into this birthday episode because 27 things are a lot of things. And at this point, I'm like, thank God it's only 27. You know what I mean? <laughs> so again, like I said, this is really like a reclamation episode of just claiming like me, claiming that this is where I'm at, but also that there's so much that comes with these 27 years of my life and so much that I also wish I knew earlier, so much that we were not taught and 
I wish we were. So my birthday was actually technically yesterday by the time this episode comes out, February 20th. And just for all my astrology nerds out there, I'm a obviously Pisces sun, Cancer rising, Leo moon. And it's so funny because my first ever business was a decluttering business. And I totally tie that together with my Cancer rising of like, I'm here to help you make your space feel good. I'm here to make your home feel nurturing, to really ground you in the sense of home. Then we got into this vibe of like very feminine energy. Like I shifted into really talking about the energetics behind masculine and feminine, which is also very Cancer-esque. And now I feel like we've really moved into claiming this sun Pisces energy of letting go, allowing ourselves to flow. Literally, this is what my business is called. It's called O-Flow for a reason. This is not just like a cute name that I came up with, although let's be honest, it's hella cute. But it's really about this bigger purpose of my life, which is to be able to let the F go and flow, accept what is, move with the way that life flows me, move with the flow of the universe, let go and trust, trust the divine timing of my life, trust that things are unfolding for my highest good, let go and flow with my own cyclical nature, with the cycles around us that exist also within us and how we can create through this flow. And then literally like flowing in your everyday life, like feeling flowy and spacious, feeling like you can tap into that productivity flow state. There's just flow everywhere in life. And for me, flow really means alignment. And I just think it's so beautifully is like clarifying itself and encompassing itself through like these specific qualities that really come through in obviously my chart, but also in who I am. And then we got that Leo moon energy, which is just like ready to be seen, ready to be the performer. And for such a long time, I really shoved that side of myself away. I always wanted to perform. I did music in school. I released a demo CD. Like I did all these things that like were calling me to perform and show up and shine my light, like be on stage, so to say. And there were so many conditionings that I had that really made me super, super fearful around doing that and wanting to shut myself down. So all of this stuff is going to come up today as well. So I'm just going to start diving in because 27 things is a lot of things at the end of the day. So these are super random. This is literally just like what downloaded through to me when I was preparing this episode. And hopefully I can keep it organized and concise because I was like, usually when I have like three points, I go off in a million different directions. So we're going to do our best today. So number one, things I wish I knew about cyclical living, working like a woman, and things I wish I knew earlier. Number one is the sooner you let go, the sooner you ease your suffering. We create so much suffering in our lives where we attach ourselves to things. We attach ourselves to the way that we think things should go, the outcome that we thought we wanted, the result that we thought we wanted or expected to get. And we create so much suffering because we are so attached to it. And so the sooner we can start letting go, and again, that's the flowing that I talked about before, the sooner we can let go, the sooner we can start to flow and we actually ease the suffering that we feel. And this happens on a physical, mental, and emotional level. Number two, your womb is your biggest guide to success. Literally, your womb is the space of creation. And I wish I had known this earlier because I spent so much time trying to shut her up being on birth control, disregarding my intuition, trying to force the pain away that I was feeling with external things and remedies that are toxic. And all of this time, it was her just trying to communicate with me. And this is the space of literal creation, right? This is literally the space where babies are birthed. We create new life through this space. And so on an energetic level, this is also the space of 
creation of our inner desires, of creating those inner desires, of bringing those desires into the world. And when we're tapped into the space of creation, what we're also tapped into is clarity. And we're connected so deeply then to understanding, okay, this is my desire and I can claim this for myself. And it's also safe to claim that for myself, which brings us back into the mindset work that we really are being called to do around clearing this flow so that we can tap into that clarity in the first place. Number three, you are nature. Literally, you are nature in human form. You are part of nature and nature follows patterns and cycles. And it's actually a universal law called the law of patterns or the law of rhythms. And this law states that there is a rhythm, a natural rhythm and pattern to the way life flows. And we can literally see this in the seasons. And I talk about this all the time. And that also includes you because you're part of nature. You have a natural rhythm to how life ebbs and flows. And so the key goal in life is to actually live with this rhythm. And that's what creates flow. And again, wish I had been exposed to that earlier or had been able to, you know, create that clarity in my mind or create that concept in my mind earlier, because I've always loved the seasons. I've always felt connected to that. I've always wanted to be living in a place where there are seasons, but I never really tapped into the fact that I can actually live alongside the seasons as well. Number four, your cycle, your internal cyclical nature as a woman, your hormone monthly menstrual cycle is your framework for success. Literally, this menstrual cycle creates a manual for you. So if you're someone who's like, what is the answer? I want a step-by-step guide. I want the framework. Like I used to feel like this is it. I used to feel like there was no framework for life. It was like, good luck, like get out there and just figure it out. And I'm like, okay, how are people figuring this out? Like, what am I meant to be doing? How is the best way to do this? What do I need to do here? And it's so reassuring and so grounding to understand that this is a manual for how you're meant to be showing up and living your life. It doesn't give you all the answers, right? That's the whole point of trusting in life, releasing the need to control and attach but it does give you a framework for how to show up and it makes you feel held within that framework. It's like, okay, like I can kind of, I know I'm moving in some direction, don't really know what the road there is going to look like, but I'm in the safety of this car, for example. Like I'm in the safety of something. I'm in the safety of this framework, okay? Number five, flowing means being in energetic alignment. So symptoms like physical pain, acne, procrastination, overthinking. So like all the physical, mental, emotional symptoms that you might be feeling right now, stress, anxiety, all those things, those are a sign that you are out of alignment. And only once you actually heal those symptoms, will you unclog the river so that you can flow again. So that was a little bit metaphorical, but basically all of these symptoms are like little clogs in the body or in your mind that are clogging this flow, right? And that flow, like I said, is energetic alignment. So until we unclog those places, this flow is going to feel really restrictive. It's going to feel really hard. You're going to feel like you need to push and force things to make them happen because that flow isn't happening happening naturally, right? So being able to flow means that you are in energetic alignment. Number six, energy doesn't lie. You know how you can put like a tagline on WhatsApp. That has literally been my tagline since the very beginning of that being a thing and having WhatsApp. Energy doesn't lie. People feel your energy. The energy around you feels your energy. So whatever energy you are showing up in, so whether that be a low energy frequency, meaning you are frustrated, you're overwhelmed, you're annoyed, you're irritated, you're angry, 
you're spiteful, you're prideful, whatever that energy is, it doesn't lie, which means you're going to create that energy bubble around you. You're going to send that energy out into the universe, into the space around you, and that's going to be what you attract back. So it's so important to check in with your energy, to regulate your energy, and to bring yourself up to a better feeling frequency, which means it's based in love, it's based in courage, it's based in excitement, it's based in freedom, it's based in peace. You get to choose your energetic state. And of course, there are things physically happening around us that can influence our energetic state, but you, at the end of the day, are in charge of where you are at energetically. And that, of course, comes with a lot of healing work. It comes with having the right tools in place. And working in alignment with your cycle is one of those ways to regulate your energy. Number seven, birth control is just a cover-up. I learned so much from being on birth control for almost a decade that informed how I work today, but it also disconnected me from myself for so many years. And I wish someone would have talked to me about the bigger picture of it. And that's no one's fault because no one in my environment personally knew what was going on with birth control. The doctors who put me on birth control didn't give me any more information. That wasn't normal. No one told you anything. And still today, that's generally the vibe around birth control. But understanding that it's just a cover-up and that all of my symptoms came back afterwards and I had to then actually do the work to heal them, which I did. But had I known that, I would have made different choices. It would have given me a different experience around how I connected with myself, my intuition, probably choices that I made in my late teens and early 20s as well. And again, I don't hold resentment around any of that because that would just be creating more suffering for me now. And I really feel like having been on birth control obviously informed the work that I do today, but I do wish that that was something that was discussed earlier on in my life. Number eight, be a critical thinker. This doesn't mean that you need to argue or debate at every single thing that comes up in life. But don't take everything at face value either. Like even what I'm teaching you, do it for yourself. See what comes up in your body. You are unique and you get to make choices that align with you and your body. And for such a long time, especially being a teenager, and I think that that's just a normal part of being a teenager, but even into my 20s, I really hated disharmony so much that I would change and contort myself to show up or please the people around me. And for the most part, I really believed that, that those were my beliefs too, but so much of it was just following the general public. And it takes so much courage to take a stance for something that you believe in that no one else believes in and really standing strong in that. And again, that doesn't mean you have to debate anyone. That doesn't mean you have to bring it out into the public sphere, but just knowing it for yourself and really standing strong in your truth. And that just comes down to being a critical thinker, looking at the things that come up and be like, interesting. I wonder why that is, or I wonder if there's another side to that. And really being open to seeing all the sides really just means that you can create more opportunity for what's available to you in your life. Number nine, my inner child needs a sanctuary. And honestly, all of us need this. I was searching my entire life for this feeling of belonging. Hello, cancer rising, very in line with that. But home can come in so many different forms, and I've moved across countries. I moved multiple times in my childhood. I come from a family of divorce, and so, of course, there's that feeling of, like, where do I belong? What is home to me? 
being part German, part Canadian, having grown up in Germany, but not really feeling German. There's so many things that go in line with that as well. And that feeling of belonging. And again, I was on this quest and I was on this search. And at the end of the day, home and this feeling of belonging can come in so many different forms. It's not a physical home necessarily, but where it starts is within you and creating that sense of belonging deep inside of you. And that changed the game for me and gave me that sense of safety that no matter where I go, I'm always going to have this security. Number 10 ties in beautifully. Belonging isn't about a place. It's about a feeling. I feel like I can just leave that, leave that there. Number 11, the purpose of life is to experience pleasure. Literally your soul came here to experience this life and being alive. So you're already doing it. And the more you can just see everything extra that you create as this incredible, beautiful bonus, the more you're going to enjoy where you are at now, which is actually going to help you get to where you want to go. Number 12, create an evidence list. Your brain is a sneaky little bugger and it wants to stick and hold very tightly onto the belief systems that you already have in place. So if you're trying to change your life, if you're trying to create some next level goal or reach some next level success and you're feeling frustrated or it's not happening fast enough, the brain is going to continue to pull you back down to where you are. Not because it wants you there, but because just the wiring and the patterns and the systems that are set up are coded to do that. And so when you create an evidence list, what this means is every single day you are practicing looking for evidence around the fact that your goals or the things that you're wanting to create or manifest are starting to come into form for you. And that could be like one small part of the big puzzle or one small step in direct in the direction of that goal. Okay. It doesn't need to be the whole thing, but creating an evidence list is a really powerful way to start to train your brain to focus on what you want to create more of. Where focus goes, energy flows. So what you focus on ultimately expands and creating an evidence list is such a great practice for doing this. And I wish that I had started this sooner. Number 13, become best friends with your brain. Your brain doesn't control you. You are the one in control. This is maybe the one thing in your whole entire life that you can actually control. It's this, it's the body, it's this vehicle, it's your mind. And so the more you can understand how to work with the mind and specifically with the subconscious mind, which is where all of your subconscious beliefs live, all of the conditionings that you hold, all of the levels of success that you can in turn create, because that's what you're showing up with. These belief systems create your reality. So the more you can become best friends with your brain, the more you can actually work together with your brain to create the reality that you want. Otherwise, it's like you're internally at war. Number 14, become one with your womb. She is a source of creation and the root of your feminine energy. When you let her flow, your whole life will flow in turn. I also feel like I've talked a lot about that already, so I'm going to leave that there as well. Number 15, get outside within the first hour after waking up. This fresh air will not only shift your perspective, but it will also help you sync with your circadian rhythm. Again, this is connecting to that law of patterns, the universal law. This is a game changer. I wish I had had a better morning routine earlier on in my life. I always did have a morning routine, but it was a very strict masculine energy-based morning routine. Like I was literally just trying to check off all of these things that I wanted to do in my morning routine, and then that would make me feel good. So that is a huge red flag if that is you. And I see this so often with clients. They're like, yeah, I just feel like my morning routine is another to-do list. Correct. We don't want that. So getting outside within the first hour, it's just connecting you with nature as well. 
Number 16, as you walk, make an I love you list. I fucking love this. This is something newer that I've started to do. But when I go for my morning walks, if I'm not listening to a podcast and I'm very, very picky about whether or not I listen to anything in the morning um, and if I do what I listen to, because that is framing the rest of my day for me, but I make an I love you list in my head. So I literally am walking and if no one's around, I will say this out loud and if not, I'll do it in my head, but I'll say, I love my life. I love my bed. I love my jacket. I love my apartment. I love what I had for breakfast. I love my morning coffee. I love the relationship that I have. And I just start going over everything that I have in my life and start to see how things start to shift. And I challenge you not to smile while you do this. Number 17, nature never rushes and yet everything gets done. You are part of nature and your creations and success are not meant to be rushed. Number 18, there is divine timing in your life. If you are in alignment with what you want to create, let go and enjoy the journey of getting there. Let the fuck go. It's on its way to you and there's divine timing in when and how it's going to unfold and that is not up to you. Number 19, success takes the path of least resistance. So what I just mentioned, letting the fuck go, <laughs> let go of trying so hard. Success takes the path of least resistance or least effort. And when we look at nature, nature doesn't try. It doesn't try to bloom. It just blooms. It just does. So any forcing pressure or hustling will just create more resistance. Number 20, what you want wants you. Literally. Imagine it like a relationship. If you have a relationship with a puppy or an animal in your life who's obsessed with you or a really healthy partnership that you are building in your life, romantic or platonic, imagine your goal, the thing that you want as someone equivalent to that, someone who wants you, someone who's constantly looking for you, can't wait for you to show up in their life as well. Number 21, release control and accept what is. You cannot create change by ignoring where you are now. Find peace and things will begin to change. So if you're trying to create something and you're feeling that resistance, start accepting and loving where you are at now as much as possible. If you can't love it, accept it. Find peace with where you are at. Number 22, balance is everything. So although I'm sharing all of these 27 things with you, it's not about doing all the things and it's not about doing them perfect. It's about doing what feels good for you and creating balance with it. And I wish I had let that pressure ease off earlier on in my life that it's okay to have drinks. It's okay to stay up late. I don't need to feel bad or guilty about those things. It's about the bigger picture of balance. Number 23, a regulated nervous system is what will allow you to hold the success and the results that you are creating. If you don't have a regulated nervous system, the added pressure, or we can call it responsibility of the opportunity that you're creating as you up level in your life is going to start to feel too heavy. It doesn't have to feel heavy when we have a regulated nervous system and we make the next level start to feel safe. Number 24, success is an inside job. Everything that I've mentioned up until now hasn't been about anything external. Have you noticed that? It hasn't been about goal setting. It hasn't been about how much time you have to spend hustling. If anything, that's a lesson I would have liked to learn earlier that I don't need to spend so much time hustling, but it's about the inner work that creates your outer reality. And I wish that this was like more of a general mantra or mindset or concept. And that's of course what my mission is here to create. Success is an inside job. Do the inner work and the outer work will come. 
Number 25, time is an illusion. Timelines are bullshit. <laughs> Timelines are illusions. This is a made up construct that we have created. Yes, of course, there's the timeline of age. We are getting older. I am now 27. It's okay. That is fair. And we have the timeline of the seasons. Like there are ebbs and flows. There are changes. We can see that time is related to change. But the general timeline of I need to be here by a certain marker. I need to have this level of success before I have kids. I need to have kids by this age, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't exist. We are just making it up. Number 26, your mind has the ability to heal you. The way you speak about your life, your body, your success, your womb, your work, it matters. The words you speak and the words you use matter. Your mind is always listening. And since it only wants to please you, which sometimes can feel really hard to believe when you feel like it's working against you, but it truly wants to please you, it will show you what you're feeding it. So the way that you speak, the way that you use your words, whether that's about your physical ailments, whether that's about your success, whether that's about your productivity, it matters. Pay attention. And I wish that I had known this earlier. And I feel like these downloads did come through or things, signs like this came up in my life, but I wasn't willing to listen because everything from my digestive issues to my chronic cystic acne that I had, like all of these things, I healed them. And I healed them through how I was showing up, how I was speaking about myself as well. And that makes a huge difference. Number 27, final number 27. If this episode is 27 minutes, I'm going to scream. Yes, the healing is important, but don't get so caught up in the healing that you forget to live. There's always going to be more to do and more to learn and more to release, but life doesn't start when you get to the end of the healing. It's already happening now. And with that, I'm going to leave you with my 27 lessons around cyclical living and working like a woman and things I wish I had known earlier. And let me know in the comments what resonated with you most. Let me know which number is you or which one you want to work on, which one maybe you feel you've conquered in your life, which I love. And I will see you back here next week. Remember to like, subscribe, share, leave that rating and review. You can go check out the flow freebies in the description and show notes below. And I'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Oflow, head over to oliviaheinet.com. Your first step is to join me inside the free Oflow Collective to begin or continue your journey of revolutionizing your work for greater, more sustainable, and sacred success. You can join by visiting oliviaheinet.com forward slash Oflow Collective. If you're serious about transforming your success and work, get on the wait list for Rest for Success, my signature sacred success course, or take the leap into your freedom, dream life, and apply to work with me in one-on-one -on -one freedom frequency mentorship. And if you really love this show, I would love if you left a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or a comment below in the YouTube episode comments. I so love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you sacred success baddie, tune in next week. And until then, step into your work revolution, ignite your cyclical essence, and let go and flow.